Well, hello out there and welcome to another edition of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with my lovely wife, Michelle. Hello. So good to have you with us once again. I don't know how you found us, but we're so happy you did. Uh, If you want to find us in the future, you can track us down on SoundCloud, on Stitcher. If you want to subscribe to us, we'll come right to your phone or your device. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play. And please, 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 if you love this show, if you've been listening to it for a while, or if this is your first time and you enjoy it, please just stop by and give us a little review. We really appreciate it. And I know it would help some other uh, people out there who love Disney and love some of the stuff that we talk about, just like you, to find us and, and be included within this uh, great podcast that we're trying to put together here. Exactly. And uh, again, if you have some constructive criticism for us or things that you would like to hear differently, we want to hear from you. So please make sure you include that as well. Wow, you're going negative right away. No, if, you, no. if you like the show, we want to hear from you. If you if you, if you just want to give us, uh, you know, say hi, or if you have some tips that you might want to share with some of our listeners out there, we'd love to hear from you uh, as well about that. You can uh, find us in many different ways. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. You can email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the web. You can drop a comment there if you want. Hyperion Adventures Podcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. And those of you who are out there that have joined us now and from the beginning, possibly even, we really want to hear from you because we're going to start this group that really kind of kicked us off, got this podcast going. We're going to call you the OG Hyperion Adventurers, and we're going to have some fun stuff for you coming out here. We're going to cut that off at the end of August, August 31st. So uh, please send us your name. Let us know where you're listening from. We've had some interesting places out there. We're being heard in uh, Michigan. We're being heard in Virginia. We're being heard in uh, Mountain View, California, many, many places. I really want to know who these people are and where you're calling from. From Canada, we've had some listeners. From the United Kingdom, from France, we've had some listeners. We really want to know who you are. And so please contact us and let us know. Right. And we really are appreciative of everybody who has been listening so far. And this is really exciting. And we, we really want to show our love for you and our appreciation for being with us from the very start. So uh, please do let us know who you are so we can uh, show you some love back. Absolutely, absolutely. We love all our listeners out there and we really want to get to know you better and we want you to share in the show. We want it to really be an interactive show. So please, please get a hold of us. By the way, you may notice every once in a while in the background, little noise coming in through. I've listened to the last couple episodes. You can hear it sometimes. <laughs> Our son, Scott, he's, uh, he has Down syndrome, uh, but uh, he's really a great kid. But he comes in with us. He likes to listen to music while we're doing this and sometimes he likes to sing along in his own little way so you may hear a little bit of that noise in the background and it's just fine we love having him here with us exactly and you know shows that we're a family show and uh (laughs) you know he he does also enjoy disney so he can get into some of this as well right absolutely absolutely so speaking of disney let's get right into our main topic of the week the latest disney movie that was released this week is christopher robin And we got to screen this movie a little bit. Obviously, by the time you hear this podcast, it's already been out for the theater at least for a couple days, maybe more. Uh, We got to screen it on Tuesday, August 31st. and uh, July 31st. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having trouble with my dates recently. (laughs) I know. July 31st. I put it in my notes as August 31st. I don't know what I'm doing. Something, I just, apparently, I just want to get through this year as quickly as possible. I know. I remember getting the same text from yeah. you. That, oh, we're going to see the pre-screening on August 31st. And I was like, well, I don't know that that's really a pre-screening. But okay. <laughs> 
July 31st on Tuesday, we saw this movie and uh, we enjoyed it. It wasn't a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it was a lot of fun, had a lot of nostalgia. And who know, who knew that you're the America's favorite silly old bear was such a philosopher? I mean, the, the sayings right. they had that were such a great, motivating and inspiring thing for our time it was really it was really fun i've really thought back at some of those since we saw the movie over and over and you know just the whole message that uh that movie and particularly winnie the pooh presents um really you know hit home with me Mm -hmm. and you know remembering that it's important to live in the moment and appreciate what you're going through. And sometimes, you know, I relate it sometimes, too, with um, going to the Disney parks. Sometimes things aren't clicking. You know, you're not... You know, you're not getting on the rides you want. Uh, Something's, you know, not just working timing-wise or with the food or, you know, something like that. And you just sometimes forget where you're at. And, you know, again, bring it back. You're, You're at, you know the magical place of Disney and, you know, you just want to enjoy it no matter which park you're in and, and just try to be in the moment and, you know, roll with the punches. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was such simple little sayings and I know we've seen them posted by other people on, with his memes on Facebook and on, on Twitter or on Instagram so many times or whatever, but you never really take it to heart to you actually hear those words coming from Pooh himself. And, you know, you see it reference into what uh, Christopher Robin, who was played by Ewan McGregor, and masterfully, again, uh, Ewan McGregor is one of our favorites, and he was great again in this movie, Uh, how it tied into his life and becoming an adult. uh, It was really fascinating and really inspiring. Right. And, you know, when I first saw the movie, I I think, like you said, it's not a perfect movie, you know, in terms of being like a blockbuster-type movie or anything like that. It's one of those, you know, again, just reflective kind of movies that you think back at what was mm-hmm. going on. And and it actually, in my mind, it's even better. And I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it again, too. Like I said, I love the cast in this. Ewan McGregor, we talked about. He's great. Haley Atwell, I wish we had a little bit more of her. Although I don't know how they could have mixed it in. But I love Haley Atwell as uh, as uh, Christopher Robin's wife, Evelyn. Uh, she was great as Agent Carter. Uh, you know her from uh, the Marvel TV shows and the movies. Uh, Bronte Carmichael as uh, Madeline, Christopher sure. Robin's daughter, was cute as could be. Jim Cummings. I mean, what else can we say about Jim uh, Cummings? Uh, yeah. Doing his role again as Pooh and as Tigger. He is wonderful. I can't believe he's not a Disney legend yet. I'm hoping they're going to change that in next year's D23 Expo when they announce the next legends. Because right, really, right. He, he should be a he, legend. He definitely fits in that category. And, you know, it just, if you've watched or listened to any of the um, you know, an original Disney, um, Pooh, you know, Winnie the Pooh stories. It's it's great to hear that voice. So. And he's voiced so many characters, not just Pooh. I mean, he's most well known for Pooh, but he's voiced so many characters. He is so great. And let's also talk about Brad Garrett voicing Eeyore. <laughs> it's perfect. He was so good. He stole every scene he was in. And let's also talk about Brad Garrett and all the voices he's been doing for the various Disney movies, whether it be Pixar, whether it's Disney animation. He's been making more and more appearances. He, he seems like he's almost in every animated movie now. And I'm, I'm starting to think about maybe we should eventually hear. I mean, Jim Cummings has got to go in before him, but maybe Brad Garrett eventually becomes a Disney legend right. as well because he's always amazing whenever he appears in these movies. So Right. That, that, was, that one character, I mean, there's a lot of things that make you smile in that Christopher Robin movie that just came out. But 
Yes, the Eeyore lines were among the tops to make you really either chuckle or, or just smile and feel good about everything. Yeah, and that's this movie brought is just smiles. Smile all the way through it, you know. I mean, like we said, uh, it wasn't a perfect movie. It dragged a little bit, I think, in the second act at times. But uh, the sayings, the feeling over the movie, and just seeing those characters and hearing them over again, really all the nostalgia uh, brought so much more to life. And, I, you know, I, and I talked to you about this after we were watching the movie, and... Uh, in so many ways, it spoke to me. And I think, and I don't know if you got this, everybody out there, uh, the same as me, but as a Disnerd, quote unquote, <laughs> um, you know, sometimes friends and family look at us and they're like, how can you love Disney so much? Why are you so wrapped up in Disney so much? And, you know, and I, you know, I've thought about it for many times and I'm just like, well, you know, what's wrong with that? But, you know, the truth is, is that, you know, a lot of us go through life and, and this movie speaks to this as well, that we're so wrapped up in the day-to-day monotony and having to uh, go to work and take care of the family and do whatever else. And, you know, it's even tougher now in this time when, you know, the news can be so divisive and there's so much negativity out there that sometimes you need to be a kid at heart. And that's what this movie uh, brought about, you know, it was about, you know, not being afraid to, you know, re uh, go back to your childhood and check it out from time to time. It doesn't mean you have to be a kid all the time, but I mean, sometimes it's, it's a good thing to do. And I think that a lot of us who love Disney feel that same way. When we go to the parks, it's like being a child again. And I, I and watching these movies, it's like being a child again at times. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I, I think that all of you would probably agree with that. Right, and sometimes just looking at things through a child's eye so you can get a different appreciation for things, you mm-hmm. know. And when we were on the road yesterday, going off to what we were going to talk about a little bit later. Ooh, um, uh, very close, very close. Coming <laughs> I know. Up um, you know, and I, I kind of, again, thought of the movie, and, and um, I, under my breath, was like, a tree, a car. <laughs> Who wasn't playing the same what you see game as you were right. on the road? <laughs> Maybe you were just at home looking out the window. I mean, everybody had to be playing that game after Pooh did. Right, right. So, you know, again, you know, the movie, in terms of entertaining, it, it is. It, you know, it's a happy movie. It makes you smile. Um, and But it got, like you said, wisdom, what you started at the beginning. It, it gives you some wisdom to really, you know, enjoy life, enjoy what you have at that moment. And, you know trying to focus on tomorrow may not be what's best for you at this time. That's right. It, you know, it's always today. Right. Uh, I gave it three and a half stars. I don't know if you thought that was pretty accurate. I would say accurate. pretty much the yeah. same. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. Like I said, not a perfect movie, but very good, very enjoyable. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I think you should go out and see it if you haven't already seen it. So. Right. I was just going to say that, too. Even with giving it lesser stars than a perfect score, it's still a movie to be seen. Yeah, especially if you grew up loving Winnie the Pooh and the, the Pooh movies. It really, there's so much nostalgia. Oh, and by the way, be sure you stick around in the credits if you're a big Disney fan, oh, a sure. classic Disney fan. Don't leave when the credits roll because there's a cool thing in the credits that uh, really touched uh, me. Right. I, I think it did you I, too. I think that was the one part of the movie where I actually, you know, teared up a, a yeah. bit. I mean, I know there were other parts of the movie that you did. Yeah, well, that's uh, me. I tear <laughs> up at everything. So, But the, definitely during the credits, um, that really got to me. So it was wonderful. So we had some listeners that uh, got back to us and uh, told us what they thought of the movie. Uh, Tim, uh, we were talking about how it made us smile. He said it felt, uh, felt the same way. If 
film puts a smile on your face a few times, can we ask for anything more? I agree with that. Manny uh, contacted us on our website, uh, gave us a comment. He said, my 34-year-old daughter loved Christopher Robin. She even cried throughout the film. It brought back memories of playing with Grandma's Pooh Bears and having tea parties with him at her cabin in the woods. That was so nice. Such a nice sentiment. And uh, Amy also got back to us and said, uh, I love the movie. So did my son. I think her, she's told us before she's an OG Hyperion adventurer that her son is seven years old. Uh, he was belly laughing with the gang's antics and slapstick moments and smiling so big otherwise throughout. I like the bigger messages and themes, but they weren't too deep or heavy for the little ones. Most of all, it's just refreshing to have a pure, feel-good family movie with no concerns for the little ones. So nice to just enjoy, not worry about content, and feel good about our favorite old bear and his friends. And right. I, I agree with that, too. Exactly. And I love that she shared with us some pictures and that he was Disney-bounding as well. <laughs> and it also reinforced to us that it is a good kids movie, too, because that was something that we wondered if some of the right. kids wouldn't be as you know it you know engaged to the movie because of the more adult themes of you know being in the moment yeah i mean there's a lot of you know it has to go through christopher robin's mm-hmm. life and what his life is like and as he grew up and some of the troubles and hardships he's faced and you know having to go to work and such like that so we were concerned you know just being two adults going to this movie how would the kids would the kids get a little bored with it right. but uh, she says that at least her son right. really enjoyed it so that's a good sign right so on to our second topic. Christopher Robin, go see it. You should go see it. Yes. On to our second topic, which I've been so excited about since we did this <laughs> yesterday. And I almost moved this up to our first topic because this is absolutely something that every Disney fan who has the opportunity, I know some of you are across the coast, uh, can't go get to it. But if you can, you need to go to the That's From Disneyland exhibit that's in Sherman Oaks right now. We went yesterday. And let me tell you, this thing is magnificent it is so fun fantastic it has so much cool memorabilia it's just an amazing time i think you would agree with that definitely and you could spend a lot of time there and really linger on at different of the uh, exhibits or displays you know or you can just kind of walk through it i mean it's 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 whatever your schedule would permit um but it is amazing and it's it was great to see i mean a lot of the people working there how friendly they were how helpful how they were willing to answer questions or you know give you some tips and things like that so it was really fun right this is really what it leads up to is there's a big option of auction of all this memorabilia it's coming up uh, near the end of the month on the 25th and 26th but this exhibit is open that you can go check out a lot of these items uh from now through august 24th they're open wednesday through sunday from noon to 8 p.m they also have some cool events going on around it that you might want to get tickets to alan Mankin, who we saw right. at D23 Expo last year doing his show, which is fantastic. Uh, he's doing a, a show there, the Broadway Princess Party, featuring one of our favorites, uh, Susan Egan, who played uh, Meg in the Hercules movie and uh, was the original Belle oh. on Broadway's uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, there's along with some other very talented women and men, uh, they they're going to do a show there. There's also a couple scavenger hunts, uh, which look kind of fun. Like it'd be fun to take part in. But even if you can't go to any of those events, you really should go check out so much stuff there. I've posted some pictures already on our social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, we're going to post some more on the website and maybe some more also on social media. But it's really cool. And not only, I mean, even if, and they have some items up for bid on the uh, 25th and 26th 
that aren't that expensive. I think the we, from what we saw, the lowest priced item was going to go for somewhere between two hundred and four hundred dollars. I mean, that may seem expensive to many people, but it's not that bad, considering that there's also items that are going to for one hundred and fifty to you know one hundred to one hundred fifty thousand right. dollars. Uh, but they also have items for sale there. Uh, there, and we saw some things. That Do they? Made, they? <laughs> are you hinting at something here? We uh, we saw items. I think the lowest price we saw was seventy five dollars, but I think there were some more that were maybe a little lower than that. Right, uh, and they they also had some. Um, Maybe not as much collectibles, or maybe they are, but newer newer versions of things that were cheaper, you know, like around $20 or, or higher. A lot of park artwork, a lot of sketches, uh, some cells, for, uh, some animation cells for sale. A lot of cool stuff. But, I mean, even if you don't go there to buy anything, and they have T-shirts and stuff that have the, uh, the logo and it from that on there or whatever, those are like $25. Right. But uh, even if not, I mean, it's just so fun to walk around and see all these fantastic uh, stuff that was from the parks from the beginning. From oh, from prior to opening, there was sketches and everything from uh, some of the lands as they were trying to envision how they would be and some of the rides, how they would envision they would be. Some of them that uh, never uh, came to fruition, but uh, just kind of cool to see how the park was built and how it went through the years. Right, the um, concept art. And it's really, uh, they, they have a variety of some things that, you know, like you were talking about the, the cells or the sketches from... Um, from some of the classic cartoons, but they also, like you're talking about, the concept art for the parks, and it's really nice. Those are um, framed, and they really are beautiful, mm-hmm. ready to go and put into your home, you know. And and I was, I knew that I'd heard some things that were going to be there, you know, but I think I was expecting more of, like, artwork, things, you know, posters and things like that, but it was pretty amazing mm, seeing so good. things from actual, like, cars, you know, in, or I don't know what else you call them. Some of the ride vehicles, ride whatever vehicles, you want to call them. Yes, yeah. from different from different of their attractions. So that yeah, they was had super cool. They had stuff from the rocket jets. They had uh, some of the space mountain cars there. They had uh, one of the uh, vehicles from the uh, the um, from Peter Pan. Um, and why can't I think of the Peter Pan ride? I'm, it's, I'm blanking on me for right now. All of a sudden, anyway, the Peter Pan ride. Um, they have uh, ride uh, carts there from uh, Mr. Toad's, but right. also, uh, you know, they have all these maps and they have some of the original uh, posters that you used to hang on. You know, as you walk in into the park uh, by Main Street, they have all the posters for some of the attractions. They have a lot of some of the original posters there. Um, it's just really cool. We took pictures in front of the giant neon red D that was on right. uh, from the Disneyland Hotel, and that thing is huge. It's, it's what like. 20, it must be like 25, 30 feet tall. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Really big. And, we, and you know, I was like, wow, do you think the neighbors would be okay if we put that on top of our house? Do you think that would be all right with <laughs> right? that? Right, exactly. Um, oh, my gosh. Just so A much. A working Jose. Oh, yeah. Oh. Jose, that was probably, we were talking about it, like, right. what was the best thing we saw today? And we both agreed that Jose, that actually works. And yes, it does still sing along with the Tiki Room song, right. you know, with the Tiki, 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 Tiki Room. Uh, it does move. It's it, audio, you buy it, and it still do the same thing. Obviously, I don't expect all of our listeners to have, or any of our listeners actually, to have the money to be able to purchase it. But you should go down there and see it. It's perfectly free to go into this exhibit, by the way. Take the time. If you can get there, if you're anywhere near Southern California or if you're going to be in the area, go check this stuff out. We took the time. It was a long drive for us. We, you know, From San Diego to the opposite side of L.A., it's a trek, and there was plenty of traffic, as there always is in L.A., but uh, believe me, it was so worth it. It was. And, um, you know, some of the other things that I that I found were pretty interesting were the um, 
that they had some of the small world dolls there mm-hmm. that were also working. They weren't working, yeah. You know, and from the haunted mansion, the uh, the stretching post, stretching uh, uh, stretching portraits, yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, really, really um, cool things. Even, even just to take pictures with, and yeah, even simple stuff like you would walk around and on the. Uh, on the different pedestals in there, they would have uh, some of the old parking signs featuring the characters. There was Pooh. There was, uh, who else did we see out there? I think we saw um, uh, like Dopey in there. But there are right. many of them. And it, it breaks down when you go in there. It breaks down to the different lands. Uh, so it's like you walk down Main Street and then you go into, I want to say it was... Uh, Adventure, Adventureland. No, Adventureland. Well, depends which Frontierland. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you kind of directions. walk your way through it in a, a circular motion. You need to go through uh, some of the various areas into Fantasyland, um, and it, eventually into Tomorrowland. It was, it, it was just amazing, and I, I, I totally go back again. Right. Um, and the things that you wanted to get your picture in front of, they had great backdrops. Uh, people, set up people and, there that would take your picture. Right. Right. So. We got a, our pictures in the old Skyway cart. Uh, and they posted that on uh, our social media as well. Sure. Uh, if you want to check them out, uh, at Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, on Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And like I said, I will probably will put some on the website and we may post more on social media as well. But it was a really cool day. Here's the address it's 13730 Riverside Drive in Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. If you're thinking about going, it's in an old, uh, what I believe it was a sports authority store there. Um, just really, I just can't recommend it enough. If you're a big Disneyland fan, if you love the history of Disneyland, uh, really go check it out. Just so cool. And we may have, or maybe not, I don't know. Did we buy something there? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah, uh. we, we, we tend to get carried away. Like Disneyana, you know what Disneyana is if you've been to Disneyland. So, right. Uh, it's one of those stores where they have a lot of this classic Disney stuff, memorabilia, whatever. We had to ban ourselves from that store once in a while. Well, like I told you, there was some stuff there for sale. And yes, we did walk away with something. And it's a beautiful piece. I'm so excited about this piece. It yeah. Do you want to describe what it was? Sure. So it's a it's a picture of Fess Parker, uh, coonskin hat and it's all. A, it's a it's a drawing, not a not an actual uh, photo. Right, right. And it has um, all the a bunch of the Disney characters, classic Mickey, Disney characters, Minnie, right? Uh, Donald, you know, kind of by his his legs, and you know, he's doing an autograph, and it is so beautifully framed too. I mean. But it, it, you know, again, touched our hearts. I mean, we're very, um, we, we very much like the Fest Parker yeah. Winery that we go up there to Santa Barbara and we enjoy, you know, being a member of their club. We've, um, we've met his son. Right. In the right. past. Um, son and daughter. And daughter. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. He's dressed as Davy Crockett and uh, he's signing autographs for children and Mickey, Minnie and Donald are there. And uh, it is also signed by Fess Parker right. when it says Davy Crockett right. under it. And uh, we saw it and we couldn't resist it. And once again, we paid more than we wanted to pay. It wasn't a bad price. It wasn't. Uh, considering what it is. But and we, considering the framing. The framing and matting were beautiful. Right. I mean. um, we're excited to get that up somewhere in our house. We, we discussed it for a while because a lot of our layout of our house is like, well, it's kind of frontier land. We, you know, some of our layout of our house was kind of more uh, tiki room, kind of more tropical. Right. Then, you know? And so I was like, okay, well, I don't care. This thing is great. We got to find a place for it. We will find a place for it. Yes. So. Anyway, we're weak. We're weak. <laughs> what can we say? If you go there, you know, if you want to pick up some pieces, great. But uh, just be aware that it also may 
put a dent in your pocketbook when you go there. Because, <laughs> again, you don't have to wait for the auction. They decided that they didn't want to just save items just for the auction. They wanted people that go there and, and check out the exhibit to be able to purchase stuff as well. And so there is stuff for sale if, you, if you'd like to do that. And right. uh, there is cool stuff. Even though, again, just check it out. It's fun. It's fun. So uh, if you want to hit us up about that, ask us any questions about it, um, please feel free to email us, appearingadventurespodcast at gmail.com. I've already given you the social media. I'll give you it again at the end. Contact us. Uh, anything you want to know about it, if we can answer it, we will. Um, we, we're always happy to answer your questions. So, Those are our two main stories of the week. Let's get on to the other Disney stories of the week. Um, we'll start. We, we love Star Wars. There was Star Wars news this week. And the biggest news for Star Wars this week was they began filming Star Wars Episode Nine. Yay. I believe it was on Wednesday of this week, the 1st of August. I got August right, right? 1st <laughs> of August, they started filming it. Uh, they announced it by J.J. Abrams, who finally joined Twitter, which could be a little troubling for him, being as how we've seen so many people have some trouble with social media from some of the lesser Star Wars fans. But we won't get into that. Um, but he tweeted out and put it on Instagram, and I believe it was on Facebook as well. It's really cool picture. It looked like kind of the side of the camera, and you could see kind of blurred in the background, which looked like it's hard to make it out, but maybe it was the Millennium Falcon, and you can sort of see Finn back there, and there was someone else with him, possibly Ray. Hard to say, but he tweeted out with it, uh, bittersweet starting the next chapter without Carrie, but thanks to an extraordinary cast and crew, we are ready to go. Grateful for at Ryan Johnson, and special thanks to George Lucas for creating this incredible world and beginning a story of which we are lucky to be part of, hashtag nine. Excellent. So it's all beginning. It's all happening. Here Woo! we go. Fans, we can be excited for next, not this current, coming December, uh, December of 2019, when Episode 9 is coming out. And uh, by the way, there's rumors swirling out there. There's a rumor <laughs> here, a rumor here. This is going to happen. This person's showing up. This is where the story's going to go. Take it all with a grain of salt. Star Wars will leak what they want to leak out there. Um, so, you know, don't believe everything you hear. Some of it may be true, uh, but I wouldn't take it all in. So just sit back, enjoy the ride, and get ready for the next episode. Right. And, again, be in the moment. Enjoy what, you know, the, the right. fact that it back is. Back to uh, Winnie the Pooh. Right. <laughs> that Pooh <it's>, the philosopher. <laughs> that uh, this great movie is, uh, or hopefully great movie, is being started. And we're super excited and can't wait to... Yep. You know, hear more about it as, like you said, as they let more information out to us. Right, absolutely. So, other Star Wars news: news you knew that Disney owns Lucasfilm, but what you may not know is that they don't actually own the broadcast rights for their movies. Uh, it's owned by AT and T's Turner Broadcasting, which you probably know as TNT and TBS. Uh, Disney actually sold them the rights in 2016 oh, wow. uh, before they were planning to do this streaming service. <laughs> now they're like, wait a minute. We need these movies back for our streaming service. So now they're looking to try and get these back from them. Turner paid $275 million for them back in 2016. They have the rights until 2024. Disney wants them back. They're a little hesitant to give them back, but you can't blame them for <laughs> right. because, you know, hey, even if you're not, you're like, oh, oh yeah, go ahead. Take them, take them. No, they're going to try and get some more money out of this. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to end up happening is uh, Disney will probably end up having to pay them more than what Turner paid them uh, to have these movies. But uh, something that they think they need to do. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I mean, I guess it um, makes sense that they want to get that back. Um, and I know in the past there was more of a relationship with uh 
you know, with the um, Turner Classic movies and things mm-hmm. like that. So it made sense, I guess, back there, back then for them. But yep, I guess. Well, I mean, Disney wasn't probably going to show many of them on their channels, right. on, on Disney Channel, you know, Disney XD, whatever. So it's like, okay, well, we'll let you, we'll get a little money and we'll let you guys scroll these. And then now suddenly they had this idea, like, we need to do our own streaming service. So, because that's where kind of where. The business is going now. We're turning away from uh, cable. Everybody's cord cutting. Not everybody, but many people are cord cutting out there. We see how well Netflix is done. We need to get a piece of that pie. And so they've decided to start this streaming service. So now really a key part of that streaming service would be having all the Star Wars movies on there. So we'll see where this goes. And we'll, uh, of course, let you know as we find out more as we go along. We even have one more Star Wars uh, story for the week. the jacket worn by Han Solo, Harrison Ooh. Ford in The Empire Strikes Back, is going up for auction next month in Great Britain. It's expected to get $1.3 million in the auction. That's wow. It's, it's so crazy to think that that jacket is uh, going to be worth that amount. It was fun watching uh, on TV, Mark Hamill come out and oh yeah talk about it was that, on the jimmy kimmel show jimmy right kimmel, that was sweet it was really funny he's so. got yeah i've got these luke skywalker capri pants <laughs> luke never wore capri pants what are you kidding me show these pictures of luke uh, you know he's holding up yoda you're doing the handstand putting yoda he's on his feet and he's wearing capri pants and flip-flops it's pretty funny yeah it's pretty funny uh anyway this auction is gonna be held on september 20th in case you want if you have 1.3 million and you know maybe you know the 150 100, for the that's from disneyland isn't enough for you you want to go by Han Solo's jacket. September 20th at London's BFI uh, IMAX. Auction contains more than 600 costumes, original scripts, and props. Other items that are going to be in involved in this, uh, a Jin Erso uh, co- a costume from Rogue One. Of course, that was played by Felicity Jones. She right. wore this costume at some point nice. during Rogue One, a Star Wars story. A lightsaber from Revenge of the Sith. Stormtrooper helmets from A New Hope and The Last Jedi. Plenty of other Star Wars stuff. There's also some stuff from some of the other franchises out there. Uh, Indiana Jones fedora that he wore at some point. Harrison Ford won at some point during Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's going up for auction. And uh, Marty McFly's hoverboard from Back (laughs) to the Future 2 is also going up for auction. Along with many, many other items. So... Uh, very cool. Another cool auction out there. Uh, will be interesting to see what else comes out of that that they're going to be putting up. So kind of fun. Kind of fun. Lots of memorabilia out there. Always lots of memorabilia right. to correct, collect. On to some park news. Uh, out at the Disneyland Resort. Remember Dreams Come True Fireworks Spectacular. Uh, it is going to be returning to the Disneyland Resort, the Disneyland Park, on September 7th. So this is according to the Walt Disney World, uh, excuse me, the Disneyland website, uh, beginning on Friday, September 7th, uh, the beloved nighttime fireworks spectacular, Remember Dreams Come True, will return to the Disneyland Park on weekends. I don't, don't know about week, weekdays yet, but sometimes they close a little early, So, but it's going to be at least for weekends. Uh, of course, we know Pixar Fest ends on September right. 3rd, so they needed to replace the fireworks in between when they probably go back to Believe in Holiday Magic once they uh, get into November. Uh, there will, of course, be some Halloween screams during uh, Mickey Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Nights. Right. Um, so in between those times, it looks like they're going to go to this uh, fan favorite, Remember Dreams Come True Fireworks. We've witnessed it, and it's it's one of our favorite fireworks Sure, shows. definitely, definitely. And it makes sense with Pixar Fest you know, closing up that, that they bring in the... This uh, fireworks show, and, and check it out if you haven't seen it before. By the way, this news came from uh, WDW News. 
uh, com. They they're if you're looking for somebody for uh, Park News, uh, they always break a lot of good stories. Uh, WDW News. Uh, they're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and you can also find them on the web. They always have great breaking stories if you want to follow along with Disney news. Right. Everything's really interesting that mm-hmm. they send out. It's just always like, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I rely on them a lot. So <laughs> exactly. that's why I want to give them credit here because you know it's not like I came up with the story myself. I they got their help, so I right. appreciate them. Uh, other Disney Park news: Disney's Animal Kingdom Park will be offering the Festival of the Lion King dining packages. Right. Uh, the Festival of the Lion King signature dining packages began on Friday the third of August. Friday, August third. <laughs> and you just be, need to get past. This I know. Month. I am you sorry. need to get it's into so, September. I'm a mess between you know, working, doing this podcast, all these movies coming out. You know, these auctions. Can we say, afford these, these things? I'm uh, just a mess. Uh, anyway, they'll be available through November 21st, at least as of right now. They'll probably they'll probably see how they go and decide if they want to keep them past them. Uh, the deal includes lunch or dinner at Tiffin's, which we love Tiffin's. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, it's a really nice restaurant inside uh, the Animal Kingdom Park. Uh, it, it, and include a three-course meal, one appetizer, entree, one dessert, and a choice of wine, beer, or a non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, you get reserved VIP seating for the show. It comes in two tiers. Tier one includes a safari tour with a dedicated guide through the park's African outback. It costs $99 for adults, $49 for uh, kids ages three to nine. The tier two that doesn't have the safari, just has the dinner and the reserved VIP seating is uh, $74, $29 for uh, kids ages three to nine. So kind of cool. We, we like dining packages. Right. So that's yeah, kind of cool it is cool, you know. But you don't have to do it in no. order to see the movie. I mean, see the the play, the performance. Um, you could you can get a fast pass for mm-hmm. that as well, or you can just go as a standby line. Um, and and the seating is great. But yeah, if you're going to be planning to have a meal anyways, you know, this is some, a way to do it that you're not using right. up a fast pass or you know. We like um, to do the dining package for the Rivers of Light show, which right. is really magnificent, and uh, you know it's. Tougher to get a fast pass is a little trickier to get, and the seating is not quite as good. We'll still have to wait in line. And Barry, if you get the dining package for that, you kind of go right into this reserved area. It's a really cool spot. But uh, if you're not going to be staying at night for that, or if you've already seen it a few times and you want to do something different, uh, the Festival of the Lion King is really a wonderful it's show. It's a really fun show, and it might be a way. Uh, to, again, like like Michelle said, if you're if you're going to be out there, you're going to probably be eating in the park anyway. It's a nice meal, and it's uh, you know something you can take advantage of. And if you want to do the safari too, that's kind of cool. Right, as well. and a lot of times with these dinner packages or dining packages, you know the the price is pretty much for the food. You know, it's not a bad price compared to what you know the a regular off right. menu. You know, taking something directly off the menu would cost. So yeah, we compared it last time we were there, and we thought you know it was a pretty good value. I, was it a little bit more than we would have paid if we had just gone and had those various items uh, at the. Uh, restaurant itself, uh, maybe a little bit, but I think it was worth it to have the extra time not to be waiting in line and everything to go to the show. So we like dining packages a lot. We Definitely. don't, especially if you're going to some place and you're only vacationing once a year, twice a year, and you know you haven't been to Walt Disney World uh, in a long time. Sometimes it's good to just splurge a little bit here and there and really take the park in and enjoy it as much as possible. So, right. But you don't have to. There's always ways around it. And if you ever want to contact us, we have plenty of ways around some of these things. Feel free to let us know and we'll be happy to answer any questions you have. One more park 
news story. Uh, if you're a Disney Vacation Club member and you have bought a ticket to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party at the, the Walt Disney World Resort at Magic Kingdom, you are going to be able to get in this year two hours early for that uh, night and for the show. So normally, uh, for anybody who's not a, a DVC member, you get into that show at 4 p.m. You're allowed to go into the park. For DVC members, you're going to get to go in at 2 p.m. on the day nice. of those shows. At two hours, a bonus time, especially when you know you're probably not buying a park ticket for that day. You're probably, you're just going to use that as your park time. Uh, it's invaluable. So all you need to do, uh, from what we've read, is and again, I think this was from uh, WDW uh, News. They gave us the story. All you need to do is uh, show your ticket and show your DVC membership card at the entrance, and that'll let you in early. So take advantage of that if you're a DVC member. Right. Which I was just going to say, that as a DVC member, you know, it's great to have a lot, a lot of those extra perks. And um, so, and that's a great party to go to. And they are going to be giving away a card for the Keys to the King. Is it Keys to the Kingdom? I can never remember the name of that. You play it all the time. I, 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 I kind of, I'm kind of your card concierge. I just kind of carry around and hand you cards as you need them. And the map, you give me to the right places. Um, but they're going to be giving a special one for uh, the Mickey Not So Scary Halloween event that it looks really cute. Yeah, yeah. always fun. Uh, always fun night. All the, uh, the the late night events that they have coming up. Uh, right. Really, really good time. So that's the stories of the week. As always, if you have any stories out there that you'd like us to talk about or share or even just want to talk about off the air, feel free to hit us up on uh, on, on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, on Facebook and Instagram, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And of course, you can email us, Podcast at gmail.com. We're always willing to talk with you about them. And we always wrap up the show with our tips of the week. We want to make sure you have, as you're getting ready to go to the parks, whether you're the Disney Cruise Line, the parks, run Disney, whatever, we try and help you out, give you some ideas on how to uh, make the most of your vacation time. And so we like to do these, wrap up every show with some of these. And we always like to start off, it's always ladies first. <laughs> so Michelle has her tip of the week. Okay, so I know that it's uh, been a week where the Run Disney events have been opening up for people That's to... That's right. Um, in- I meant to bring that up. Right. Congratulations if you've already signed up for the Princess Half Marathon Weekend. Uh, regular uh, opens up this, this coming week. So uh, get out there and... Oh, by the way, we have an episode. If I'm sorry to cut you off here. I no just worries. wanted to share this. We have an episode from a couple weeks back. If, you've just, if you're just hearing us for the first time uh, and you're training for a race for the first time or maybe you're just going for a longer distance or whatever, we have a, a couple episodes back where we gave you some training tips. Right. So feel free to find that podcast and it might help you out uh, as you uh, go to... Uh, run these races. I'm sorry to cut you off. No Please worries. feel free no, to go no worries. further. So I kind of, um, going on that theme, found, you know, a tip to want to share with people. You know, and, and doing run Disney events is not for everybody. It's also not cheap, you know, for everybody. So I wanted to give an alternative idea. Um, Disney Resorts and Walt Disney World, several of them have um, sometimes seasonally sometimes, you know, more year-round, are what they call fun runs. And, for example, they have at Port Orleans on Sundays, they have the Dash for Beignet. Ooh. And so it's, it's a... Three- I'm always running for a I beignet. Yeah, yeah. 
have to do a 5K to do it, right. but okay. Well, this one, is, it's just a 3K. It's okay. um, it's a walk. It's not timed. You can run if you want. Um, it's just a really short little thing, but it, it is beautiful. Uh, if you've ever been out to Port Orleans, the grounds there are just spectacular anyway, mm-hmm. so you'd probably love, enjoy just doing that. Um, but you can do this um, dash for beignets. It's, uh, it's about $15.00 to register for that they are available on sunday morning there, there's a, a sign telling you where to go about 7 30 there's a cast member around to help you register your bib actually has a tear off that is what you turn in to get your beignets at the end um and and it's not timed as i mentioned but you can just you know go on this fun little run you know mm-hmm. or, or take or walk you know or, or walk or run or, and walk if you especially or walk if you and have, run right especially if you um you know toddlers and you want to in the morning get rid of some of that energy <laughs> this is another way to do that and you know just something a little fun to to take part in and like i said they have it at um some of the other um, resorts as well different times of the year you know i know that like fort wilderness had a lot going on on fort fourth of july you know but they also have um a Derby Dash at times in Saratoga Springs and a Seaside Sprint Fun Run at Boardwalk. So what I would recommend is if you are staying at the resorts, look at your activity guide sheet and see if they have any of these going on at that time uh, if you want to participate in any of them. But, it, you know, it's just, it's again, a nice little fun thing to do while you're at the resorts, especially like on the day that you're leaving mm-hmm. too. We, we sometimes do a lot of these kind of activities on our last, on our travel day, if we're not planning to actually go into the park, you know, we're trying to keep it a little bit easier going because we're going to be catching a flight, but you could do this pretty short, do it in the morning, still get back, take your shower and get ready to, to travel back home. Or as I said, just something to do in the middle of your vacation. It's perfect. And it actually leads right into what I'm going to talk about on my tip. Um, I, I like those ideas. Um, we love to do little things around uh, the resorts. There's so much to do at the Walt Disney World Resort and their uh, individual resorts as well. It's just so much fun. But my tip for this week is that, you know, sometimes you're going like, say if you're like us and uh, you go regularly to the uh, Disneyland Resort, to Disneyland Park, to Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, if you're going to Walt Disney World, you go there fairly frequently. If you're an annual pass holder in the area, you go there frequently. Or if you vacation there several times, or if you're there for a long period of time. Sometimes, you know, you go to the parks, you go to the attractions over and over again. Maybe you eat at some of the same places, whatever. Those are all great, and, you know, we enjoy them. We do them all the time ourselves. But sometimes, you know, it's kind of a little fun to do something a little different um, and think about doing something different when you're at these resorts, when you're at the uh, parks. Uh, our, we, we have family who had Disneyland passes, annual passes, a uh, family of four. Uh, they would go into these parks. They would go into the Disneyland Park or into uh, Disney California Adventure Park, and they would come in, you know, every day, and they would say, okay, uh, our son, it's your turn to decide what we're going to do today that we have never done before. They do something different that they've never right. done before every time they would go to the park and they would rotate that throughout the family. It was mom's day. It was dad's day. It right. was one of the two son's days. It just depends. And so it was just a different way to find something different. And sometimes you find something that you've never tried before that you might really love. And I thought that was a great idea. And that's, right. why, that's why I wanted to share it here. Other things you can do that we've uh, done is uh, go to a day where you just go to shows, you know, just go to some of the great shows. I mean, the entertainment, as, as many of you know, the entertainment at these Disney parks is 
beyond. I mean, it's so good. It's, right. it, it's it matches to some of the stuff that you'll find on Broadway. I mean, it's it's really really good, and you can make a day just going from show to show to show to show. And, and or, you know, or add a parade, or add the fireworks there, or whatever, and just make that your day. Just, we're just going to take in all these shows, especially if there's some of them you haven't had a chance to see uh, before. You could do a day where you just like, hey, what we're going to do today, and we've talked about this, and we're going to do this soon. We're just going to be picture day. We're just going to go and find the best places to take pictures. We're going to have our own pictures taken by the Disney PhotoPass photographers everywhere. We're just going to have the best pictures possible from this trip. And it's just a day to go around and just have fun taking pictures. You can have a foodie day where you're going to try out, sample some of the best food. Or it could be just all the snacks. Or it could be, you know, some of the fine dining or whatever, you know. Uh, If you're used to going with your children, think about finding a way to have someone sit for them and do a date night, you know, do an adult time out there, if, right. especially if you go with your children all the time. Sometimes it's nice to break away and do things adult-wise. Um, anyway, there's so many different ways you can attack it and just do things differently every once in a while and freshen up the park for you. Um, I, I just think that's a, it's a fun way to approach it. And I'm going to bring it back to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> It all goes back to the philosopher of our time. (laughs) Right. You know, but, you know, living in the moment and and just having a different perspective on something that you've done so much in so much of your life or so many other times, you know, and I think that was also reflected again in that movie. But yeah, like you're saying, just try to try uh, going a different pathway when you uh, when you go into the parks and really enjoy something differently or, or enjoy some things at the resorts themselves that you might not you know, normally do that you might really just focus on the parks and that some of the resorts have some fun things that you can't always do in the parks. Absolutely. And by the way, if you have some things that you do that are a little different that maybe not everybody gets to enjoy, we'd love to hear them and we'll share them with our listeners out there. You can contact us. We'll give you all our, I've already said it a few times during the show right here at the end. We're just about done. I'll give you all the ways you can contact us again, but we'd love to hear from all of you and hear what you have uh, out there that you can share as well with us. And we would be happy, more than thrilled. We'll totally give you credit uh, to share them with our listeners. So again, thank you again for joining us on another edition of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Our listenership is growing every week. We love all of you. We appreciate all of you. And again, we want to know who you are and where where you're listening to us from. And we want you to become part of our OG Hyperion Adventurers. we got some stuff coming up. I'm starting to work on a couple things. I think next week I'll actually have what we have coming up to give you guys. Uh, so just to let you know. So uh, next week, speaking of next week, uh, we are going to be talking about the official Disney fan club, D23. Nice. And why this might be something, if you're not a member already, you might want to think about becoming. And so next week, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to see if I can contact them and possibly get a guest. If not, we're, we've been doing it for years now. We love it. We'll be happy to talk uh, about it next week. So again, thanks for joining us. Here's how you can contact us. Follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, on the web, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com, and you can email us. Please, please email us. Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. You found us today. I uh, don't know how you found us, but we're so happy you did. If you want to find us easier in the future, you can find us on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. Uh, you can subscribe to us, and we'll just come right to your device or your phone, iTunes, and Google Play. And please, please, please tell your friends about us. I know you have some Disney friends out there that you think might enjoy that or just kind of, you know, want to share in some time. Maybe they're planning a vacation, even if they're just planning a vacation coming up and they might want to have some tips, whatever. Uh, We're here for them as well. 
uh, please tell them about us, but better yet, even just drop on one of these sites and just give us a quick review. It only takes a short time, but it would help so much to draw in some people that may not know about us, but they see people uh, like this podcast, they may be willing to listen to and join in and we become part of a bigger family. That's what we want. We all want to be part of this big Disney Hyperion Adventures podcast family. Right. We all have the same passion, so let's uh, spread it around. That's right. That's right. So thanks again for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We really appreciate you all, and we hope you have a magical week. Goodbye. Bye.